One recognizes in the gospel that Jerusalem is a central point in all of what is happening. And oftentimes it says they were going up to Jerusalem uh, and it speaks about the different times in Jerusalem and even when Jesus was a little boy, they were, he, when he was lost, uh, it was the journey to Jerusalem. And here we have one of these marked moments which uh, may be familiar to you, the moment in which he wept over Jerusalem. That Jerusalem is more than just a city. Jerusalem, uh, Shalom, the new Shalom, the place of peace. In its name is this recognition of peace. And in this experience Jesus has of weeping over Jerusalem, it isn't a mere city that he is weeping over. He even recognizes in a different place the temple will fall. He recognizes the destruction that will come. But what it is that makes him weep, what makes him weep is a people. A people who don't recognize what makes for peace living right in the midst of the city of peace with the one who is all peace in their midst and they don't recognize him. And so at the end of this gospel passage, he acknowledges the different ways in which they will be encircled, they will be hemmed in, they will be smashed to the ground. Uh, And you can just imagine like the visceralness of this language that he's using. They will not leave one stone against another. They will smash you to the ground and your children with you. Why? Because you do not recognize the time. You do not recognize the time of your visitation. Right? What visitation? The visitation, the moment in which the one who is peace comes to you. And in that moment in which the peace comes to them, then all of the things fall upon them, and yet they smile as they're eaten by lions. They're filled with joy, exuding light from their face as they are fed to beasts, as they are conquered in so many different ways because of his name. But because they found the one who is the new peace, Jerusalem was inside of them. And whatever journey they were taking, wherever they were going up or they were coming down or they were going this way or they were going that way or they were with these people or they were those people, they had inside them the thing that filled their lives and made them purposeful. And so, from that day until ours, We recognize that there are moments in our lives, we recall St. Paul when he speaks about the fact that there is, uh, does he say in Colossians, um, maybe 124, uh, that there is a suffering that we partake of, right? And when united to him, it's a suffering that is of Christ. He says that the, the, the suffering of Christ isn't yet finished because I've been left a portion And until I live out my portion of suffering, then the suffering of the one is not complete. And so each one of us, in a sense, is making our own journey to Jerusalem. And we see in our lives different points when we do. We stand at the precipice. We stand there, as Jesus did, over the people 
And in different ways, maybe, we quote-unquote weep. We have a longing for somebody else that we wish understood something they don't seem to recognize. We have a desire that someone might find their fulfillment where it truly is. Or we bump up against our own experiences and realize we belong to the same people that are looking for peace by finishing something, looking for peace by acquiring something, looking by, for peace by attaining something, or fulfilling, acquiring, and attaining someone that is less than the one who made us and created us and redeemed us and is calling us back into the Father. And through him we find peace. And we don't have to go far to look out at a people that are longing, a people that are not recognizing, a people that are lost. And we want for them what it is that God wants for them. And yet we recognize at times the only thing I can do is pray and continue my own journey to Jerusalem. But might we not forget that we unite our suffering to him? That there is redemption one when we realize, I'm just living the same thing you lived. To call them by name, right? Maybe even Jesus wept over Jerusalem. He may have even been said, yeah, and over in that corner is Barnabas' family. He maybe is weeping over real people that he had maybe met last year when he was at the same place. Wondering if in the time that he had been here and coming back, will they have found the thing they're looking for? Maybe the people that he was with had spoken of friends or family they had in Jerusalem and expressed their great desire. And Jesus united to their desires, weeping. And so we do too. Who are the people in your lives that haven't met the peace that truly fulfills? Who is it that makes you angst, increases your angst, makes you long for them to attain something that they don't yet have? Might we not lose hope that their lives will be smashed, that they will be encircled by the enemies, or that they will be divided and conquered? Might we never lose hope might we live in great faith that the one who conquers the human heart will get them too. And peace, the desire that moves every person, can be poured out into them. Today we celebrate the feast of St. Elizabeth of Hungary. A young woman, when she got married, you can imagine being entrusted with so much at an age of 14. And yet, the Blessed Virgin was about that age. And she devoted herself to the care for the poor. And she was a princess and married to uh, the man that she was married to, uh, Ludwig. And she'd give all of his stuff away. And he told her, he said, as long as you don't give away my castle, you're, you're good. you can keep doing what you're doing. And you know what she did? 
She turned the castle into a hospital for the poor. <laughs> she didn't give it away, though. A woman whom her husband had such a great affection for. He died and she died. And her ripe old age was 24. Imagine all that you can do for the good of this world. Imagine the lives that are poor and in need of your tender care. The students that maybe need someone simply to acknowledge them and say hello. The friend that maybe needs to know that even a difficulty or division with patience and prayer and time can be healed again. The parent that needs to know that they've done well despite their own misgivings. The community, the university that needs to know that the careers they've given and the lives that they have are worth something. Don't doubt that even a student who is willing to do their work and is present in their chair and is eager to hear from the one who teaches and doesn't look at all of the faults that they have but is recognizing the gift that they are is someone unique in today's culture. Showing up can be a gift. Living well is different. Might you know that at young ages, great things can be accomplished, but nothing eternal is accomplished without uniting ourselves to the peace that fills the human heart.